0: To get back in the gym, I'm trying to work out there. Um, it's just a, the small problem with that is that I uh, I absolutely hate it. <laughs> I hate working out, man. And know what I like, I hate people that love working out, I hate those people, maybe just as much. And I don't care, like, good for you if you're healthy, you know, go do your thing, go work out, go be healthy, go eat well. Like, that's amazing. You're definitely gonna live longer than me. I'm recording now, by the way. I don't know if you can tell by this right, I sentiment. sensed. Yeah, you were, <laughs>
1: and now I got now I got
0: a bubble in my throat.
2: Can you, oh, hear no. it? Can you
0: hear it? I got a bubble in my throat a little bit. Can you hear it? <laughs> and this is my normal voice. But no, no, I, I shouldn't say I hate people that work out. That's so rude. Um, but I was I went to Good Life last night, and I go I go at nighttime because I don't like people see me attempt to work out. You know, like <laughs> I'm gonna work out for a month before I make my prime time debut. Yeah, you know I mean, like I'm not just gonna walk in there cold at five o'clock. Cool, good life. Anyways there's this kid, there's two kids and they're both clearly like late in high school, like grade 12 or something. And they're both clearly doing steroids. And the one kid is like at, at the gym. i no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, I, yeah, they're not clearly doing steroids at the gym. They just like, they're just they're the way they're built. It. No, the way they're built. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, the kid's like, one more, come on, and like screaming. The kids like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> it's just like, and I'm just like, did that guy just scream that I get a good life at 9 o'clock on a Thursday? It bothered me, man. I just, uh, <laughs> I just don't like that gym culture. I don't like that at all, dude. I just want to not be fat. <laughs> I just don't want to every time someone take a picture of me, I go, oh.
2: <laughs> Immediately, so yeah, just
0: yeah, just has anyone got a sweater? <laughs> well, anyways, that's man, that's a good um, way to lose weight. Yeah, it is. Just, just sweat just, it out, man. Just sweat it out, dude. I mean, <laughs> that's what I've been trying to do this whole time. Um, but yeah, welcome to a nine hundred five sports junkies, guys. This is a sports podcast, believe it or not. Um, my name is Mark Calgiro. My name is Andrew. Um, Taking my work shirt off, oh, top I, was gonna, I, was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna walk you through that one. <laughs> Imagine, like, this is the this is the episode of Andrew has this like has a stroke live on air. My name's Andrew, D- 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 <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and um. Oh gosh! Unfortunately, uh, Adam Kitney uh, wasn't able to join us. He is in miss um, you Kit. He's in the Congo uh, building libraries, so. He's doing something good. Uh, Admirable work. He's doing amazing things. Just kidding. He's serving a bunch of degenerates in downtown Niagara Falls somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Kit's got a busy weekend. So. He's a yeah. He's a busy man. He's a busy man. We're we're uh, we're blessed that we get to have him um, on the podcast as much as we do. Um, I know he misses being here. Yeah, yeah, and he and yeah he's upset. We're you know we, we we're thinking of getting like a a, a co-host, like a, a guest appearance thing, but. Let's just do this. Let's just do this. We've done this. Yeah. So we've done this more. Like me, I think we, me and you, have done like three or four. Habiton, podcasts. Habitant, Happy Hour. Yeah, That's the Habitant Happy Hour. <laughs> yeah. Hey the Habitant Happy Hour with
2: Andrew Thompson, who is clearly not hey, French. Yeah,
0: Andrew Thompson. Hey, he comes down here wearing his Habitant jersey. Hey, and I uh, got the sweater.
2: He was immediately kicked out of the uh, Buffalo Saber
0: <laughs> Den. Oh man! But, but yeah, yeah. I, I went to. Uh, <laughs> I went to my second Leafs game of my life, like a Leafs home game. I've seen the Leafs play in, like, Buffalo, and I've seen them play in Ottawa before. but How much I, overdraft are you in right now for that? Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> like, I had to read more. But that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> I, I am I am a sports fan. I pay money. Like, I pay money to go to playoff games. I pay money to go to uh, travel for sporting. I consider myself a very serious sports fan. Um, and, and still, I can never... Um, I, I can never, you know, understand the value that comes with those Leaf tickets. I mean, you know, you, you're sitting up in the 300s and you're looking at $150 for, for nosebleeds where, you, you know, you, you go to Buffalo and that's, you know, 20 rows up center ice. Like, you're in the your first row of the 200s where you have a server that'll just bring you chicken fingers all game. Like, that's <laughs> amazing. Like, it's so much better. I so, I mean... I don't know. They still sell out every game, but it's just I'm I'm just happy that I don't have any association with that atmosphere, man. It is so dry in there, and uh, you know, and it was such a contrast from um, the game at Monday night. Fast forward to Thursday night in New York with John Tavares' return. What <laughs>
2: I've never
0: seen. Did you? Like that. What did you? What did you catch out of that?
2: What did you watch the whole game? Did you? Um, I didn't see the whole game, but I obviously just. You know, watch SportsCenter Sports Center to make sure I. Um, yeah. To see what was, the main points were, like mm-hmm. the main moments of the night were. Yeah. That sounds funny, but to see the highlights of everything. And yeah. Man, that was. Uh, I've never really seen that. Like, obviously, the Islander fans were really, really upset. And yeah. uh, I, honestly, I, I didn't really know exactly what to expect, but I didn't think they were going to just. Be on him the entire night and like just show no sign of. Yeah, like maybe like just you
0: know? boo him at the beginning and then like maybe like twenty people are booing him by the end. Like you know, like but no one got it tired of it the whole game.
2: It was about attacking John
0: Tavares. It was the whole,
2: and you know what? But and the, but then the Leafs got stomped on top of that.
0: Yeah, but wasn't so. even like, wasn't like the Islanders fans were there to support the Islanders. They were there just to rip on John Tavares. And the Islanders did the work on the ice. It's you know what? And <laughs> yeah. like yeah. And these they guys the rest, are right? these guys are leading their division. They're second in the East behind Tampa, who just like doesn't even count. Like it shouldn't even count them in the standings. <laughs> um, they're so phenomenal, and these first having yeah, they're having an un- honestly, yeah, like they're having an unbelievable see, year, yeah. an unbelievable year. Mm-hmm. And John Tavares comes home, and all of a sudden the fans are... It's almost like they're not even acknowledging the success that the team has had because that is the same reaction that they would give John if he came home and they were in last place. Like, if if John left the team and they were just god-awful and just had no hope and were in the basement and looked like they were going to be in the basement for a long time, then you're almost like, yeah, boom. Like, he kind of screwed you guys. He sewered you. But if he comes back and where they are now which is in leading their division and doing better than they did with John last year it's like you're almost it's almost a slight against your own team that's the way I saw it I saw it as very disrespectful for the current Islanders I saw it disrespectful for Barzell and 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 Pollock and and Anders Lee and all the guys that are just been tearing it up this year for them um I mean it's just like what do these guys have to do? You know what it reminded me of? It's like if you took your girlfriend out to, like, dinner and her ex-boyfriend was there and all she did all night was just, like, complain about her ex-boyfriend, you'd be like, babe, what about me? <laughs> like, I'm sitting right here. I'm the one that brought you out here to dinner. And yeah. uh, I, I could just I could just talk. I know this is the subject, and by the time we get this podcast up, it's going to be beating like a dead horse. Everyone's going to be talking about it this thing but but what i really wanted to emphasize was that i really felt like that was a slight against the current islanders roster it's like who cares about this guy who your team doesn't have really have an arena he could have gone to any other team and that would have just been an automatic upgrade
2: yeah honestly for john taveras like he's the only one that can win at the end of this whole this whole thrashing the fans gave him because i mean he was class he still saluted them even while they were booing him yeah and the Islanders players were the only ones to really show any 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 respect or appreciation for Tavares, thank goodness. So, um, I don't know if you saw, uh, I just caught it before I came into work, or before I came here, actually. Uh, Sean Avery posted yeah. on his, did you see Avery's Instagram? Yeah, I saw that. So, I have nothing good to say, really, about Sean Avery. And maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe. I know, right? Maybe never will as a hockey player, even, yeah. but even as a person, and like you know what, that's just. But that's just who he is. I think he just wants to maintain. Like he's he he just ripped on Islanders fans, and honestly, he backed up John Tavares, but he did it again, not in like a, you know, constructive way. Oh was no, just, no,
0: he just <laughs> told them that they're garbage. He just
2: told, yeah, he yeah he told he tore the Islanders fans apart, basically basically uh, fighting fire with fire, you know, two wrongs don't make a right kind of thing. So really, Sean Avery hasn't changed, which is no surprise. Oh, no. But uh, what he said was he didn't. I don't think Tavares needs you to back him up, dude. <laughs> but he just wanted to. I don't know. I, I just don't understand that that guy in a sense. But he he is what he is, man. I mean, he's always been like this, just that annoying, aggravating pest, even off the ice oh, after man. retirement.
0: Yeah. So like, Avery's a good uh, Instagram follow, but I mean, he's just he's just a weirdo, man. He's he's a I don't know, you you hate him so much the same time. No no
2: like I'm all for someone like I'm all for redeeming themselves. Like we said, second chances are great and all that. I just don't know like that. I don't know. I just don't really see. He like
0: calls people out. Like he like rip on homeless people. Like yeah, hey, you got a hole in your pants and just like like put on his phone
2: and stuff. He must not like himself very much at all to be able to be still the same jerk off the ice that he was on
0: the ice. <laughs> he said jerk off ice. <laughs> Off ice Yeah Was that all, Did yeah. you take that as a Yeah no, I I just I You're can, sick I know You're sick <laughs> You know that Yeah You're sick Why sorry. You're sick
2: Mr. Deeds flashback.
0: Sick man Why would yeah. you do
2: that I'm just kidding you pal When no, he smashes wait. his black foot in Mr. Deeds <laughs> You know what I'm talking about Oh yeah Emilio or Is it Emilio The uh, The butler or I don't anyway, know I don't total, know total, <laughs> total bunny trail here I don't know what I'm talking about um, uh, What else you got so, um, we went oh yeah, we're we were going
0: for we're gonna talk about Ottawa. We're gonna yeah, talk about, yeah, man. Oh, I don't even know where to begin. Yeah, they, uh, they fired Guy, Guy Boucher, um yeah. with uh, what, like twenty eighteen games left or something like that. Like yeah, twenty give or take. Yeah, yeah. Um, supposedly because they were already gonna fire him. This is like coming up from Bob McKenzie um, that they were already gonna fire him at the end of the year, but they were just really upset about the team's play the last few games. Yeah. And, I, and I'm going to imagine that. I mean, just like Ottawa is just like an absolute disaster this year. Guy Boucher getting fired with like 18 games left. It, it doesn't even make sense to me. It's like, what what does that even accomplish? Like, how you can't show anything to your fans. Usually when a, a, a coach uh, getting fired is like a, a sign to the fans, like, we're doing something. We're trying here. But you just traded away all your best players. Like, it's, I mean, the fact that they fired him because of the last few games, He's, um, his team has un- been underperforming. It's like you were sitting your best players before you sent them away. Like, wh- wh- like what are you doing? I, I don't know, man. I'm just, Ottawa is such a joke. I mean, did you, we did end up getting, oh, we barely ended up getting a good look at that that team photo that was um, online there a few weeks ago. You can come around there. You know, just yeah. bring the mic in. Anyway. But um, I, I'm sure everyone listening has seen this already. It's uh, the team photo from the Ottawa Senators that after making their uh, Eastern Conference. Um, Final run there. And it has that everyone's jersey of their current team they play on. A couple guys like 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 a wide man and stuff. Like he's got like sandals on, like no shoes. He's drinking a beer. He's retired. All these guys are retired. Pretty uh pretty amazing stuff.
2: Most of those guys are on other teams or even just other leagues too, by the looks of it, right? Yeah, there's
0: some HL, KHL jerseys in there. Like it's uh yeah, man. So it's like
2: what a change. Two years. Two years.
0: Two years. And then just poor Bobby Ryan.
2: Bobby Ryan. It makes me think of Adam Grant. I wonder how he's feeling right now.
0: Oh, no one likes him anyways. (laughs) Bobby Ryan. Bobby Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, Bobby.
2: Yeah, honestly, uh, the whole firing is kind of, I don't know, it's just this whole season is... Going to be forgettable for this team, but at the same time, if one, once they do recover things, eventually down the road, they're going to look back and say, "Okay, well, that's wh- that's the year that things fell apart." Yet, it's also the same year that they had to reconstruct this whole franchise. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's the road is is really rough. I mean, the fans sure still want Melnick out of town. That billboard was made months ago about him, and they just had another that's follow things, through. Another right? follow through on the uh, building plans. So yeah, that, I that saw location that location that they wanted may not pan out at all by the sounds of it. So, But I do like that Mark Crawford is stepping in. Mark with a C. Hey, Mark with a C hey C let me, me tell you out.
0: something about Mark's with a C. We're different.
2: Okay?
0: <laughs> you know what? We had to pave our own way in life. <laughs> we never got to go to a gift shop and buy a keychain with our name on it. So <laughs> it was always with the K. Hopefully Colleen could hear me yell that. She knows my displeasure in the fact that my name is M-A-R-C, not M-E-R-K.
2: Hey, you know what? Another Mark that we forgot to acknowledge with a C... Marcus, all.
0: Wow, Mark, we're going to into some Raptors talk without <laughs> Kidney. We're just both treading
2: water. We, we won't go there yet. We will get to the Demar DeRozan return performance last week. Actually, we could go we, today. Yeah, because uh, we'll we, we, to we we
0: we uh, we we talked about the we talked about the game the day of. Yeah, never talked about it afterwards. But yeah, we. Good. Oh man, that sucks. That kid's not here for this now. No, we're going to have to do a good job in his absence. Oh, oh we're not. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, uh, what, we'll we'll try. We right. really will. But um, so Ottawa. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just the Senators are just.
2: How I'm, do you recover though? Like this is this is this like the worst you've ever seen a franchise the state uh, the current state of NHL or even sports franchise. I mean, Maybe it's Cleveland just like, is like the other. One? I
0: but the Cleveland Browns, as bad as they were. This is as, more as far back yet, yeah, because it's almost like there's. The things, team was good. Cleveland like, never like, was good. Like, like, let's go back to the draft two years ago when the assistant GM had sexual assault allegations put on him. That, that's like the beginning of it. Eugene Melnick, I can't even remember what dumb things he said. At the, there was that outdoor game by like Parliament Hill. Yeah, remember and Eugene year. was talking about maybe moving the team or was saying something ridiculous? Uh, of right. course, you have um, the entire the the, uh, the bullying between. Um, Supposed bullying there between um, Hoffman's wife and um, Eric Carlson's wife that eventually led to both of those um, players leaving, one of which was a franchise defenseman gone for, you know, for a bunch of pieces that they've already moved on with. And at the end of all of this nonsense, when this is all said and done, they don't have their first round pick this year.
2: It's in Colorado, right?
0: Yeah, the Colorado Avalanche have Ottawa. So like, if you're an Avalanche fan, you should be the biggest Senators fan ever and just watch <laughs> all of their games and just hope that you lose. Because, man, oh, man, like, they, they can easily. Jack Hughes, um, a fan, which everyone is, is saying is an absolute stud of a centerman and will be a number one centerman in the NHL one day, is going to file in on a fantastic team. It's not like he's going to go, he could potentially go to Colorado as opposed to a bottom feeder team and just instantly make an impact and instantly make that team better all because the doofuses in Ottawa just guffed it up for Duchesne, who's not even on your team anymore.
2: Yep. It's just, it's, it's a tough time to have any sign of encouragement or any sign of I don't know, I mean, Mark Crawford did say today in his press conference that you know, he wants to help this group to move on and yeah. to move move forward. So I do give him kudos for that. Mark Crawford is a Stanley Cup winning coach with the Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. And I do like him as a coach. So I think that, thank goodness he is there as the interim coach right now because he will help to get these guys mentally ready just to move forward, finish the season on somewhat of a positive note, whatever that looks like, yeah, and then gonna be... go, go into next year and hope and pray you get Jack Hughes in the lottery draft. I mean, that's like the best... Case scenario for them right now going forward. Now, you're saying that you, you think that because the, the draft is the lottery is such yes. a toss up, yeah. But Ottawa has a shot, at Ottawa has,
0: has the shot. And the way the lottery is, is that they'll be if they are the last place team. And I correct me if I'm wrong if this is, hasn't changed, but if they're the last place team, they'll at least guaranteed the second overall pick. Or is that I think that's changed in recent years, has that? Or
2: I have to double check too. I, I would love to give a better answer, but yeah. I just don't have one right now.
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, because there was a few years there. I mean, like, Philly and New Jersey, like a couple years ago, took huge jumps to get first and second pick and get uh, Nolan Patrick and uh, uh, second and Nico Hischier for uh, the Devils at one. So I mean, like, there's always a chance. You never know. But I mean, man, oh man, that That would just. But if you look at everything that's happened to the Senators, just Jack Hughes being drafted with their pick, but to a different team, would just be the perfect bow on top of that shit pile.
2: It seems like more bows are added. As we go,
0: like <laughs> this is just... unreal, man. And like, um, also like Duchesne um, getting traded to Columbus and just walking across the hallway and going into the Columbus room uh, at the away, game, like as an away player in yeah. Ottawa. Like, that's amazing. He did the same thing, um, when um, Ottawa and Colorado played over in I think it was like in Sweden or something when he first was traded. So that's mm-hmm. the only way he's ever been traded is just walked across the hall.
2: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. We talked about that, or actually, we we talked about the trade last week, but we didn't. Acknowledge that he was because we didn't think he was going to play,
0: yeah, that's right, yeah, that we didn't think we, he was yeah, play there that was, night. which you know, I'm kind of shocked that he did. I mean, yeah. you know, it was
2: weird, right? I mean, even
0: though I guess he's there,
2: yeah, but he wasn't there for very long either, like in, in the sense of, and they did his, a tribute
0: video for him too, like come yeah. on, man. I think
2: honestly, he, he's he's a good dude. I've I've uh seen the uh, you know, Twitter account, and um, he's like just a good solid dude, he's yeah, a humble uh, guy, yeah, honorable guy. Didn't, you know, let the uh, speculation of the trade thing affect him. Well, yeah. you know, he didn't... I mean, if anything, he had nothing nothing to lose. He was just going to have everything to gain by mm-hmm. leaving. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Columbus Blue Jackets are going to be the team to watch, really. Yeah, you know? and, I mean,
0: and I guess we should, we can get into some more of their uh, trade deadline acquisitions. I mean, they... And they, they like,
2: I couldn't believe they also got to Zingle that, that blue one. right. <laughs> uh, we were talking,
0: about, like, and it's like two separate trades. Like I wonder how that. Like I would love to be a fly on the wall and, and learn how that came about. You know what I mean? Like yeah. why? Why would that be two? Why couldn't you just made a larger package for both players? I, you know I don't. I wonder if there was another team in the mix. If there was another player that Columbus wanted at the time that wasn't Zingle. So,
2: the fact I mean, that they went all in like this. I mean, even if no matter what happens in this playoff run. Like, how do you not look at that and have just some sense of admiration for what the Columbus Blue, Blue Jackets did? Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like, that's just a the consensus in the hockey world is, man, they're going to be fun to watch. And if they don't keep Panera, like we mentioned last episode, they're Which, already looking. I at mean,
0: a, they're not. The I think. Brad I man. think. I think Bob and Panarin are just are, are as good as gone.
2: They're all in for this playoff run right now, and then yeah. who who knows what's going to happen after? But it sounds like Duchene might. Now you you thought you think that from what you've heard, Columbus isn't isn't the greatest town to, to live in, maybe. Yeah, well, know, it's funny
0: you say that, because the, um, the uh, players uh, poll just came out uh, yesterday or, or the day before, and they talk about the best and worst cities, the best fans and the worst fans, or whatever. And um, the best city and the best fans <clears throat> are both the same team. Can you guess who it is? Best city and
2: best fans. Yeah. Oh, boy. I almost, like... I almost want to say, even though they're second season, and I almost want to say Vegas.
0: And you're right. Am I right? You're right. Come on. Best city, best Come fans. On. as well. And I believe, and I may be wrong on this again, I believe wow. the players can't obviously vote for their own city or their own fans. And then uh, the worst city was uh, Winnipeg, and then Buffalo, and then Columbus. But Buffalo Winnipeg and like, cool. well, Win- Winnipeg is just freezing cold, right? Like oh, it's okay. way colder than. I see. For it's probably reason. the coldest place in the league, I would imagine. Like, it's cold in Montreal. Really? Because Montreal
2: is pretty cold because they're east, yeah. but, but yeah, you're further east.
0: Yeah, you're a little more north.
2: And more north, yeah.
0: I mean, wow. and then the peg is just... And you're in the prairie. You're kind of getting that prairie land, here. Right? It's all flat. Yeah. And just though
2: sent me a text of like the pile of snow it looked like a mountain yeah literally, literally in, front of her, in front of her house. so i can see that but you know what you mentioned vegas and i, I gotta tell you like that team and i think the sports world is agree- in agreement. they're a fun team did you see the yes. heroes welcome that matt stone got oh, at the airport that was amazing that was awesome man
0: i love that dude
2: like how much fun was that like how do you not go into that with a huge smile on your, that team with a <laughs> huge smile on your face? <laughs> Cirque du Soleil is their first intermission entertainment.
0: Yeah, like, it's just First circ. intermission. Not Cirque.
2: It's not done there. <laughs> then the, the, the Blue Man Group comes on in second intermission.
0: And I love how just Vegas gets a buy on that stuff, because it's wow. Vegas. You know, everyone's like, it's Vegas, man. And then, like, Carolina just claps their hands at the end of the game, and everyone just calls them jerks. But <laughs> Vegas has got guys with neon drums and glass, like... And then, like, and there's some guy with a lantern before the game, and just like golden night coming on the ice and just kills everybody and just screams at the crowd. And everyone's like, Yeah, it's Vegas. And then, like, poor Raleigh, North just Carolina, just like, Clap, clap, clap. I was like, Ah, oh, you're jerks. It's like, What do you mean? How are they jerks? I mean, look like at Vegas. Oh you're gonna pass. Goodness. It's the Vegas Pass, it's f- world famous. Like Vegas. It's like ah, it's Vegas. What do you mean? What do you mean you did that? It's Vegas. <laughs> like what do you?
2: Do you know what city we're in?
0: Yeah, this is Vegas. They have it right
2: though, because they at the heart of it all. This is an entertainment business, as we yeah. mentioned. Sports is entertainment. So it's Vegas exactly is what it is. Vegas is just opening their franchise with a, just a grand slam of a of uh, an experience for their fans and. For Mark, like, it I was so much fun to watch him, and Mark Stone, Pacioretty, and yeah. Stasnier on a, on a line together. My, I didn't even really realize, as a Montreal fan, yeah, this how whole time weird. that Stone and Pacioretty had a rivalry. Yeah. So now they're like... I think that weird. is
0: a very underrated rivalry, Ottawa and Montreal. It, it was. super yeah. close.
2: Yeah, definitely. Two hours away.
0: Oh, Yeah. So. Yeah, what? so I think that's a very underrated ride. I've been to uh, actually the only game... You and David can, Green. Yeah, the only Canadiens game I've ever seen in Montreal was, was against Ottawa. It was awesome. That was well, during the Dion Phaneuf era. The, oh, sen- <laughs> the, <laughs> the Senators. Uh, era. Uh, but speaking of defensemen for Ottawa, they received uh, Eric Brandstrom, um from the Vegas Golden Knights. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm not... Uh, not that well versed in in younger uh, players, but everything I've seen so far is just pointing to this Eric Branchton kid of just being an absolute monster, just unbelievable. So they
2: compared, they already compared him to
0: Carlson. Yeah, right. It's like, well, you can't. You, you know who else is like Carlson? Carlson, and just let him go. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's just it's an ownership thing, um, and that's on. I think that is the worst issue you can have in sports is an ownership issue. There's, there's not a lot worse than that because, you know, if you have a terrible GM, he can always get fired. A bad coach yeah, can you always, you know, a bad player them. can get traded. Yeah. A bad owner is a bad owner. Talk to New York Knicks fans, man. Like, it's just you can't get out of it. And honestly, if, if they're never going to pay players, if that's going to be a thing, then they're never going to go anywhere. I mean, we looked at that photo, that Photoshop photo of the team that went to the Eastern Conference Finals. They were a good team. They played really well, but when you look at those individuals, you're not seeing a team. Oh, they're going to the conference finals. Like you'll never see that in Ottawa because they will never pay for it. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's it.
2: Even even then, while they were doing well, uh, Sid from Tim and Sid was chirping Ottawa fans saying, "In the second round of the playoffs, they weren't filling up. They weren't filling the building."
0: Oh, embarrassing. So, what does that tell you? Well, and what I will what I will say about that is that the Ottawa Senators playing Canada.
1: Which that is, is true. Which is, if you're
0: taking a bus or transit from downtown, sorry, I got like a. If you're taking a bus or transit from downtown Ottawa, it's about a forty-minute bus ride.
2: Wow! So and it's that's like only
0: one lane in, one lane one lane out. Oh, you? it's oh yeah. After games, it's a parking lot. It's a disaster. It's it's probably the worst arena placement in the NHL.
2: That could be part of why I've never been.
0: Honestly, because dude, because I've never yeah. been to
2: Canada. For There's me. no well, like so. Listen,
0: Ottawa's 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 Ottawa a nice city, you know. In the wintertime, you ski in the canal. You got Parliament there, all the you know government buildings. But outside of that, kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it it kind of sucks, man. Ottawa kind of sucks. Like I'm sorry, but like I know it's a school town, and, and you know, trust me, there's good parties there because the university students and whatnot. But for the main part, at nighttime, the city shuts down because no one really lives in downtown Ottawa, right? Like everyone kind of. Lives around it, so the, it becomes a ghost town at night. Like everyone's gone, like everyone's left. So, it's just it's just an odd little city. It's not like a city where a lot of people are born and raised. It's a city where a lot of people, because it's the capital of Canada and it's where all the a lot of the federal buildings and federal jobs are. You're having a lot of people that live in Ottawa that are from all over the country. So yeah, okay, let's go see a Senators game every once in a while because that's cool. Yeah. But you're not gonna have die hard Senators fans. Buying season tickets, especially when it's forty minutes away. We live in Niagara Falls. Imagine the Niagara Falls Canucks were an NHL team, but they played in Hamilton. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what does that just make sense? I'm not going to that game. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's um, why it's
2: nice. The Sabres are so close.
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah, like they're yeah, pretty pretty. That's honestly what it would be like. It was the Niagara Falls Sabers, but they played but that's in not Buffalo. Even,
2: yeah, that's not even a drag to go to Buffalo, though.
0: No, because you have a they- you have a main highway that can get you there. I mean, sometimes you know, if the 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 bridge doesn't employ the correct number of people, and the <laughs> it's like four lanes open. And like you have NHL.com, you knew there was a game tonight. I well, only got three lanes open? Yeah, imagine the border commission hears this and just pulls me in next time. Like. I'd be like wow, you guys listen. Hey, you're Mark from Nine
2: Five Sports Junkies. Yeah, come on in. Yeah, come on in, buddy.
0: Yeah. Look at Like, see how many stalls you got open, buddy?
2: That should be more of a compliment to listen to our show, I think. you yeah. You take the hit.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um so we talked about um Vegas, talked about the the Blue Jackets. Another team that I really liked their additions uh, this year was uh, at the trade deadline was the Nashville Predators. Yes. Um, Wayne Simmons, uh, Mikael Granlund, I think, are, are two great players. I think they're two good playoff players, too, which I Absolutely. think is, is a, a big, yeah, because they both end um, up. Yeah, and Wayne Simmons is just one of the most lovable guys in the league. He's not a big guy, but, man, he plays like he's 250 pounds, dude. He's one of the hardest-working guys you can find, and, like, what else do you want out of him? And to get him for uh, Ryan Hartman and a conditional fourth-round pick, I mean, come on. And then they receive uh, Mikael Granlin for uh, Kevin Fiala, who w- has been a big part of their organization for for quite some time. Um, but you know, definitely time to move on. So I mean, when you think about trading away uh, Kevin Fiala, Ryan Hartman, in a fourth round pick, and you get back Mikael Granlund and Wayne Simmons, uh, yeah, every day of the week. So I right. mean, another another big uh, big uh, trade deadline. I think it's one of the best trade deadlines in quite some time. I was very entertained.
2: Yeah, you know what I was. Uh... Trying to keep track as best as I could and not actually watching Trade Center, yeah. And uh, I mean, it was it was expected as from a Canadians, from a Montreal Canadiens fan side of it. I uh, can't talk right now. <laughs> apparently, the coffee is just uh, not waking waking me up enough. Apparently, no. Um, but Montreal was expected not to do much. Toronto, same thing. Uh, I don't think they really needed much. No, but, they. Uh, they Calgary didn't need much. They're still first place in the Western Conference, so you really can't. Uh, you know yeah, they got shake, they got shake a fist at them but Fonten- Fontenburg. but yeah they got they got one pickup yeah so Oscar but uh there were some teams that specifically loaded up and uh I don't know I, I do understand you, you said you were entertained what what did you find uh Entertaining outside of the trades we've already talked about. Well,
0: what what I liked was was the the volume of trades. There, there was okay. um, a lot the of tram- trades, the transactions. And what, yeah, and also what I liked. Um, well, it's kind of going back to the, the trades we already talked about. Was when you looked at the trade board, all the big guys went. That's true. You know by the I mean? end of the
2: day, you know what? That's that's the thing. All those big names went by the, at the last minute.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's awesome. Someone
2: went at like three mm-hmm. three o'clock. Zingola was uh, well, he was before that, I think, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, Zingle was. Uh, yeah, I can time it right He here. might have
2: been actually. No, he was. I'm trying to think uh, if he was the day before the deadline itself. Columbus kind of was uh, done their big moves. I thought, but anyway, regardless, a lot of the big transactions of the day came at at the deadline itself at three o'clock, and that seemed to be like the William Nylander yeah. <laughs> kind of deal. You know, yeah, they, it was, they um, pushed it to the limit. Yeah,
0: Zingle the limit. was uh, the 23rd. He was the day before.
2: Yeah, I thought. He, I thought his deals were done. I couldn't believe that yeah. Columbus was. So they, they, they wasted no time Columbus yeah. Blue jackets and I think
0: the, thing, the thing with Trade Center every year is if you watch it on your know, sports Center TSN or or whatever. You know, all day that they're they're ramping up these guys moving, and then at the end of the day, they're like, oh, this is a let me tell you something. This is a July first acquisition. This guy is gonna get moved in the off season. This is a summertime trade. It's like, no, why did you tell me all day? <laughs> like, what are you <laughs> Just talking? Te- teasing you. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. like that. But but this year it was. I mean, this year you saw some guys like like. It was good by the end. Panarin yeah. was not going, man. And and no. as soon as as soon as Columbus started making those trades, it was like clearly. He's staying. He's gonna. He's gonna stay put there. So there were some guys on there.
2: What did you think about the Islanders being quiet on deadline day after having such a great, unexpected season so
0: far? Well, uh, what I think about that is that it's, I don't think it shows that they didn't do anything. I think it just shows they didn't have any trades that they liked. That uh, Morello came out and, and said something along the lines of it. Just it's a reflection of our team and like how good our players are already. It was a vote of confidence. This year. Yeah, vote. That's what. That's the word. That's the uh, verbiage used. But um, I think that's all BS. I think it's just you didn't have any trades that worked out for you. And, of course, part of it is... You always want to improve your team. Yeah, you always <laughs> want to improve your team. But, like, you look at it like, okay, we have a winning formula right here. I would love to add to it. But I guess in, in order to add the things that they wanted to add to it was going to have to take away from maybe some pieces that they didn't want to get rid of, so they, just, like they shut man, down. Yeah. But there's no way Lou Amorello is just like, yeah, I'm not talking a day. Like, yeah, my team's awesome. Like, leave me alone. Just yeah. hanging <laughs> up on everybody. Like...
2: Yeah, Berge, or, uh, sorry, Brian Burke said on Sportsnet that, because he was a GM yeah. twice, three times in the NHL, I believe, total. Yeah. And he was saying that before deadline day comes, you have your wish list or your, your bucket list, whatever you want to call it, of, of guys or, or players that you want to acquire, but just the needs, of the, the specific needs of the team. Yeah. So to say that he didn't want to improve the team is obviously not true, but... Um, so that, that quote may just yeah, be a flat-out lie. That was, yeah, <laughs> that
0: was such a flat-out lie of, of a quote. And, and another quote, I want to do a quick jump of sports here that was a flat-out lie, is uh, Ross Atkins... The GM of the Blue Jays. Did you hear him talk about Vladdy Guerrero, and uh,
2: he kind of t- touched on what Kitney exactly what Kidney said.
0: <laughs> yeah, kidney is like Kidney's in Ross Atkins' head. <laughs> <laughs> this guy lives in the head of Shackens.
2: At Adam Kitney on Twitter. We're yeah, to throw that out there yeah, for
0: Adam. Uh, yeah, let me, let me just tell you something real quick about about Ross Atkins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's my oh, impression. right, right up to the mic. You got to do it right up to the let's mic, of let course. i tell though. you somebody. Let me let me tell you something, buddy. <laughs> Adam's girlfriend must love his sexy, deep voice. So, why don't you go turn the craft dinner on, and we'll get this party started. <laughs> oh, boy. Buddy, buddy, let me tell you something about the Raptors, buddy.
2: <laughs> Mark Caligero, everyone, doing time. our co-
0: co-host, Adam Kitney. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You're
0: gonna keep going. You can keep going. no, no. Just, but um, <laughs> no, but Ross Atkins, Atkins coming yeah. out and, and talking about Vladdy G and how he's he's not ready for the for the major leagues. Um, I just wanted to be a
2: complete player.
0: Um, how about this? How about you look at your roster and you, you tell me complete one complete player on that roster? Because I don't think you can. Because it looks awful. <laughs> oh, it looks man. This this J season. Like the only good thing that's gonna come out of it is just the introduction of Vladdy. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be like our first date with Vladdy. We're gonna get to know him. We're gonna get to know what makes him laugh, what makes him frown, what makes him happy. You know, we're gonna make. We're gonna learn. We're gonna learn little tiny things about him. Like I always say to people, um, you know, like if like like when, when the Sabers got Dalene, like my, my verbiage was that's my new buddy. Because <laughs> that's what you are. You're my new buddy. Definitely. I'm gonna learn about you. I'm gonna follow you on Instagram. I'm gonna follow you on Twitter. I'm gonna probably find out when your birthday is. Maybe <laughs> even wish you a happy birthday every once in a while. Right. So I mean, like, the, the fact that he's that he's coming out and, and saying this, it's almost along the lines of uh, of uh, of, uh, of uh, Babcock and his pain reference when he came to Toronto. Like, just this you know, to be, be, be a lot of pain. Good players, but pain. Play your foot, there's gonna be pain. <laughs> yeah, it's a process. <sighs> 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 uh, just, finished, uh, just finished benching, uh, uh like 25, 2500 pounds three times a day. <laughs> <sighs> I uh, oh, I bike, uh, I bike like four miles once an hour. <sighs> I can I'm just constantly sweating. I'm constantly sweating. No, um, <laughs> but I think Mark I, Elger. I think Ross Atkins, I think he's just kind of lowering down our expectations for Vladdy e. G um there's there's no there's no denying that he has defensive holes but man what this guy can do with a baseball bat is unlike anything anyone on your team can do there's nobody on the jays right now that can do what vladdy can do with the bat in his hand he's like 17 years younger than them all
2: yeah and it's just going to be an exciting day when he comes and makes his oh debut. it's gonna be huge obviously uh what goes without saying but Kidney was right about what he was. What Atkins was alluding to in this whole thing is, or not alluding to, basically just covering up the fact that they want to have more control over Vladdy's contract situation going forward, so that they can try to keep him in the system before he becomes a free agent as soon as like as much. Uh, what am I trying to say? He, they want to keep him in the system as much as possible and yeah. control his contract exactly, so that they don't lose him going forward for uh, for nothing. So.
0: And uh, speaking of contracts, um, Bryce Harper signed Yeah, you got thir- a little 30, yeah, he got, he got, he got a couple bucks in his pocket. 13-year, 330.
2: <laughs> 330.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll try that one more time. You good, Third, Mark? Thir- yeah, 13 years, 330. Say, how much was it? <laughs> Million dollars. 330. Oh. Woo.
2: Woo. Glad you got that out, man. You must feel great. Woo.
0: Dude, 330 million dollars. I ought to be looking at what countries can I buy? Because <laughs> I have yachts and cars and mansions already. I'm kind of looking into real estate that comes with sovereignty. <laughs> That's want. I want to buy a plot of land and just invent my own laws in them because i have 330 million dollars that's unbelievable god bless the mlb now what my issue lies with this contract is everything where he signed (laughs) yeah philly are you nuts (laughs) nuts <laughs> like how like okay sick get your paper boo-boo like send me to
2: freaking venezuela dude I'll,
0: and, and I'll it's 13 me. year contract i'm gonna say in seven years maybe eight most hated guy in all of philly because i was gonna be like we paying 30 million dollars and they're gonna be like having heart attacks because they're like you love philly you you've been talking about this before I have, Your I wife's a big fan of the city. You're she a big loves fan it of, more. Yeah. The, yeah, I mean, it's about, I've <laughs> heard great things. It's a historic <laughs> town. Good food. That's awesome. So but the United the,
2: States was born.
0: The yeah, but the it's fans born. are
2: insane. In every sport or just baseball?
0: Yeah, uh, the uh, Philadelphia fans are just regarded as just the nuts. Um, very vocal. The, the, the first people that will boo their own team. You know, okay. very aggressive fans. Um, and that's why I, I was shocked because like it, Philadelphia is known as, like, obviously it's a great sports city. They have, you know, NFL, NBA, uh, NHL, MLB. They have the, the whole spectrum, right? They have yeah. every, very rare. Um, so they're, uh, obviously it's a fantastic sports town, but the fans are on another level. And when you, uh, obviously that comes, you saw the Eagles championship. Like when you win there, you win. It's Philly. They love you.
2: Yeah. I knew but, a guy I went to. A buddy of mine went to
0: the, to to the parade. Amazing. But in terms of the fan... And even if you are a fan of Philadelphia sports, you're aware of this yourself. Like, you know that the fans in Philly are crazy. So that's what I'm saying. Like, right now, it's amazing. $330 million. Go get your paper, boo-boo. But (laughs) at the end of the day, you're going to be the most hated person in Philly. You're going to be John Tavares in Philadelphia. Tavares. John Tavares in Philadelphia. Yeah. But, man, so... So yeah, so that was the trade deadline. Little uh, little MLB news. Um spring training is 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 underway. I believe uh the Jays are 1 and 4 or 1 and 5 or something. So sick. Right on. Right on. Right, right on board where they're going to be this uh this year. 5 games win one. Probably <laughs> honestly win <laughs> average. It's, yeah, it's honestly it's a, with this yeah, it's going to be a sick season if that's the case. So I mean, I, I mean, you know, we're gonna be doing this podcast all summer long, and there's gonna be a solid few months where there's nothing else to talk about other than the Blue Jays, yeah. And NASCAR. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Did you? <laughs> you've
2: heard of Jeff Dunham the ventriloquist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what reminds me of NASCAR the most. I actually saw him. He did a show at the Meridian Center. I worked yep. his show, and he has Bubba J. The puppet who just yeah he's like, what are you gonna do, Bubba? You? Uh, or he brings him out and he's just like, what are you up to? What are you up to today, Bubba? I've just been watching NASCAR and drinking beer. He's like, yeah, you know, NASCAR is uh, quite the entertaining sport. Uh, they make a, they do a lot of circles around that track, do they?
0: Oh yeah, that's my favorite part. They're making a left turn.
2: You know, and he just keep. I, I don't do a great impression of. No, I take great Bubba offense yet. to that. I you take do, great right?
0: offense to that there's wow. uh it's an engineering marvel a stock car <laughs> oh okay there's there's mathematics you gotta you gotta turn properly, man, we it, act like we could do it never no you cannot
2: we sh- you shouldn't make fun of NASCAR drivers they will here's they, my they thing can get man. out of their cars and fight once in a while they drop they're they
0: allowed drop to one. fight. it's totally cool it's because they would rather you'd uh, no rather you boil over outside the car than boil over in the car. <laughs> it's true, why is that <laughs> well, I mean, like yeah, like it's just. <laughs> I've, they're
2: only going 200 miles an hour. Yeah. And, and and that's actually literally miles an hour. It's not kilometers an hour.
0: Yeah, it's Correct. miles an hour. And you know what? Even um, even when you see them in and their, in they're um, going in the caution, they got the, the pick card, the uh, pace cars in front of them. Yeah, and they got the <laughs> lights on. And it looks like they're going really slow. And they're they're still going 75 miles an hour. Yeah, and it looks like crazy. they're going so slow because the rest of the race is like, shh, 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 and, <laughs> you know? <laughs> And then it just goes <laughs> <suss> like seventy five. But
2: yeah, that was great.
0: Yeah, man. It was uh it's it's a it's one of those things where I I don't talk smack about any sport because I know at the end of the day, those people that we're seeing on TV, there's a reason they're there because they're really talented at what they do. You know what I mean? Oh yeah.
2: It's just to make I guess making fun, even if you don't really feel that way about it is Yeah, just, oh, oh no, Antor, dude. You know, oh yeah, I talk laugh. smack
0: about everything. I'm I'm the <laughs> ultimate I'm an ultimate jerk, man. I just I'm like, I should be on the Carolina Hurricanes. I could just...
2: I'm just. i glad you said Carolina Hurricanes,
0: because for quote of the day. Oh, wow. <laughs> quote of the week. Jobson's quote of the week.
2: Yes, thank you, Mark, for introducing this segment of ours. Um, Gary Bettman chimed in on the Carolina Hurricane celebration. Oh, shoot. So it's, it's a little bit of a long quote. It's this big. So oh, that's it's not... okay. That's cool. You just rip it off. Okay, it's so I Just take over the podcast, Andrew. I'm, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Go right ahead. It's, it's okay. All right, so here's the quote from Gary Bettman, and this is pretty recent. He said, quote, I happened to talk to some of the players this morning about it, and we had a fun conversation. The players enjoy doing it. That's important. The fans enjoy seeing it. To me, that's the most important element as to what goes on after a game when there's a win. I consider Don Cherry a friend, and I respect him, but we can agree to disagree on certain things. The fact is, how fan bases connect with the game evolves over time. What might work in an original 6 city might not work in a city or market that's newer to the game. Think back to the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim on opening night and Wild Wing propelling from the rafters. People said, oh my, how could they do that? Think about Nashville with the chants and rituals that they have involving country music. That's different. Think about what goes on now in Las Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is doing it right. Uh, back into the quote: What each t- what each team does to connect with its fans is going to be tailored for the- for their fans and their market. As long as the people involved are feeling good about it, then who's to complain? End quote.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I, I, was, I was expecting him to take the side of of the Hurricanes in in Carolina. Um, I it totally brings in get money, it.
2: probably. So why would he go? Yeah, get
0: I mean, yeah, <laughs> he's he's honestly what he's saying because he can't say it is that is a terrible, terrible market. So the <laughs> fact that any news and any buzz is coming out of it, I'm happy. It's really what he's saying. They could be like, they are They are stabbing gerbils at the end of games. <laughs> so the, the players come on the ice with gerbils in their hands, and then they'd step on them with their skates at center ice, and the crowd would okay, be like, listen, I don't agree with the gerbil stomping, but if the fans and Raleigh are liking it. Because it's, it's honestly a disaster. I think it's what I, we talked about this last week. I feel like I say that all the time. Um but the uh the the arena location is quite similar to, to Ottawa where it's not right downtown. It's a lot of the place. I mean it's it's a tough, tough place to sell tickets. Yeah. The hockey and and you know.
2: Justin Williams actually talked about it on Carolina. Their, yeah. On the radio about, about this the celebration thing. And you know, like they're he's in, he's a veteran. Yeah. Justin Williams is a Stanley on the Mr. Game Seven. Leader, Mr. Mr. Game right? Seven, yeah. And he was just saying how, you know, people are gonna say what they want about it, but they're having fun and like, it is different. It's not what we know as being a hockey thing, like, just to, to celebrate that way. But then you look at Vegas and what they're doing, and how do you not want to have more of an entertaining experience for your fans in some regard, you know? And it's only when they win. It's not like we're celebrating yeah. after losses. No, no, that would be, be sense. ridiculous. But I don't know, like, I have... I know you said you didn't like it.
0: And I don't. I don't. I think it's like, I don't really like what Vegas does either. But I agree with what Gary Batman says. It's like, I'm a fan from, uh, you know, we're both fans from a very knowledgeable and rooted hockey culture. Like, we, you know, we grew up with hockey all around us. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're kind of brainwashed into some of that way. But, I mean, if, if you're looking at hockey from a new perspective, it's a new sport to you. You don't understand the, the characteristics of what comes into a good Canadian kid. Let me tell you something about these good Canadian kids. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you don't understand <laughs> that and grow up, learn that. you got to put a suit and tie. you got to have your tie on before the games. You know, like, that, if you didn't grow up knowing that, if you're from, you know, Raleigh, you don't know any about anything about the conservative um because, yeah, that, that comes to the game, and you don't know anything about the way that vocal players are treated. You don't know anything about the, the hockey culture. Yeah. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying that's a bad thing, that's just a different view that I don't have.
2: Yeah, I agree with that, and that's why I think that they really couldn't fully embrace PK in Montreal. Exactly.
0: And look at him in Nashville. He's like the most loved person on the team.
2: He is, but appara- apparently this season he's kind of... there's Now they're saying in terms of his contract that he's a bit overrated. I don't know. But... Uh, but you know, that's that in that but that's an original six market. Yeah. It's the Montreal Canadians who are based on class, you know, yeah the history of winning, yeah. which I you know we always bring up. But and, and
0: also he wasn't ran out of the city by the fans. The fans were no. devastated when he was traded. That was yeah, a, they're still
2: upset about that. They're league, very upset.
0: So. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean Shea Weber's but, felt in nice. He's got the C now, so
2: yeah, I think that, and that's the stature
0: of the kind of guy they wanted yeah. as the leader. And exactly. uh, and that's not what PK was. I mean, do they really want patches as the, the captain? Like was it was a players'
2: vote. So the Mark Bergerman, I they said they should have. The media and I agree with them said that uh, they should have made Weber the captain immediately when he came in, but. Patch was already the captain, so they weren't going to strip him of the sea. Yeah, it's But a Patch already was too soft, so he wasn't going to take it well. No, no. If that was the case, right? But
0: look at him now. I mean, he never, so. never fit in as like an American captain of the Canadian. Yeah, he was like, just a
2: hot, like even Guy, uh, Guy Lafleur said that you can't win with guys like Patch ready. No, So he's just... <laughs> when the flower, when Guy Lafleur. Yeah. One of the beloved, like,
0: legends. The, probably the most beloved.
2: Of, the, yeah, like, next to Maurice Richard. And, yeah. And, and, and uh,
0: someone that stayed so connected to that team. John Beliveau. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, anyway, but uh, but it's, but that's the thing about about this whole thing is that it is an entertainment business. And they're trying to draw all the outsiders into the game by doing these things, right? Mm-hmm. Making it more entertaining, yeah. et cetera. So at the end of the day, you're gonna to have to play a hockey game. Someone's gonna to have to win. Someone's gonna to have to lose. I'm all, I'm all for winning. When you win the Stanley Cup, when yeah. you win it all, do whatever you want. Ov went over Yeah, the exactly. Top, which is like, okay, you won. Yeah, you finally you won. won. So go do your
0: thing. Yeah. So no one can say anything. It's like I won. That's you right. know, and I always talk about that with trades, where it's like you can say a team got rid of this amazing prospect and all these picks and stuff, but if they win the cup or if they win the championship, it doesn't matter because they won. And you're right. That's that's that's. It's exactly what it is, man. So
2: teams are compensating for not having a you know a winning franchise, and that's why they're trying to. Yeah, if
0: if you can go, if you can show me the uh, Carolina celebration, or you can show me what Vegas is doing, and say this is growing hockey, like this is making hockey more popular in that market, I have no problem with that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I want the sport to to blow up. You know, I, I I think this is the greatest sport there is. I think that to me, like I love. Every sport, I watch every sport on TV. I go to every sport live, but fuck, there's nothing like a hockey game. <laughs> like, there's nothing like a hockey
2: game. You and me, yeah, you're preaching to the choir. Yeah, so I know,
0: sure. and I and I just think what you have to do is is somehow educate people a little bit because it's kind of like, I, I, I don't understand, but I guess it's hard for people that have never watched hockey before just to turn on a game and follow it. Like, you know, they don't know where the puck is. They do the pluck, puck glowing technology. They brought it back for the All-Star game this year. Oh, yeah, from the Fox. Uh, yeah. Like 20 oh. years ago. <laughs> but people will but, go to a game. But exactly, yeah. My
2: but wife if, will go to a Ice dogs game. Oh, yeah. Like live sporting
0: events are just are just the best. you want to yeah, uh
2: That's why it's different.
0: Do you want to get into some NBA before uh, wrapping this up? Do you want to talk a little bit about uh Just before we do. If oh, I Oh, sorry. Just, yeah, no, please, please.
2: Um I looked it up earlier today and uh, tonight's uh, a very beloved Canadian player's uh, jersey retirement night, Mr. Jerome Ginla. Wow. So he's, his his jersey is being retired uh in Calgary tonight. So that's really exciting, and it actually uh, through my TSN feed the other day on on my app, I was scrolling through. Actually, it was yesterday, so it was nine years ago yesterday. uh, The famous gold medal game, golden goal, the golden goal, and and all it says is Iggy. Iggy, 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 Iggy. (laughs) right? Like I love that. Dude, I I rewatched like three times. I re-watched
0: that. All the time. <laughs> like, all the, like, I'm I just still be sad. Just like, it just makes me feel so much better. Just if you th- go to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto, they have the, the net that he scored on. Oh, no. And they his don't. stick and his gloves there. And you can just stand in front of that net for maybe four hours <laughs> and just stare. <laughs> like, I would like. I, I ended up walking away because there was people like other I had a good spot. Like I was right in the middle, like right up close. I'm like, I can't stand here for this long. But I was just like, <laughs> I'm looking like down, like trying to figure out like where Miller's five hole would be. Like, are you okay? Did I'm you gonna... care? Do you even care that it was Ryan Miller that got? No! Ah! Could have been my mom! It could have <laughs> been Colleen Gallagher, and that. I've been like, God! <laughs> Woo! Yep. Yeah, I mean I'm Team Canada all the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's hard to think. I like... was stoked. I'm sorry, I was stoked that Ryan Miller oh, did okay. so well in the tournament. Because he was an amazing goaltender that tournament. He, he yeah. carried team USA. That that was awesome. The fact that he lost.
2: He got a he had a he has a pretty nice looking silver medal at home. Yeah. It's
0: I honestly, yeah. If you could be like Mark, write up the perfect tournament, I would have written that.
2: <laughs> you know what my buddies and I did that the next half sabers game, like maybe a few months after that. I don't know how they got the material, but we actually made gold medals and put them under our jerseys so that when Buffalo scored, we would just stand up and show all the fans our gold medals. Yeah. underneath our shirt it was amazing <laughs> So like yeah Miller how's that silver medal taste Miller <laughs> like we were just giving it to him so like that's what we did that night it was, was like, kind of sad but kind of fun I was young
0: enough yeah. ish
2: to be yeah. able to be like okay I can be a, that much of an idiot yeah <laughs> you can
0: still be a dink <laughs> it's just fun <laughs> that's all fun in games bro like, all yeah. that's all in fun but yeah. that moment just and yeah. how many Sabres fans there are Canadian puns that are like, yeah, I'm true. talking to one. Yeah, exactly. The host of this show. Yeah, oy, we're all One co-host. of the hosts. We're all okay. co-hosts. Well, we on, know you're the
2: bread on. and butter. Now
0: get out of here. It's just my computer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and your microphones. <laughs> and your desk. And, yeah. okay, well, anyway. <laughs> Welcome to the Mark Show. just <laughs>
0: <laughs> change the whole name? <laughs>
2: yeah. Mark with a C. It's called Mark with a C. <laughs> so, yeah, Iggy's retiring tonight. Oh, yeah, sorry. Or, I mean, they're retiring his jersey tonight, which is, I guess it's like a 40-minute Tribute. So <laughs> it's that's <laughs> like, okay, you're in it though. This idea. is a
0: documentary. This isn't
2: a Matt Duchesne tribute where you were here for like an hour. And I a half. know,
0: but like <laughs> 40 minutes.
2: Yeah. Well, he he's probably the most beloved Calgary flame of all time. This is like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I was thinking that too. Who can but compare is it he to? like Lenny McDonald, probably, Lanny McDonald, yeah. probably uh, for this, no, for our generation? Oh, no doubt then. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No but,
2: doubt. Uh, but. That's
0: exciting for fans of Calgary. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm always no. mimicking
2: your voice. There. No,
0: and it's uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be pretty special. I mean, I'm not gonna watch it. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna watch 40 minutes of Jerome McGinley. You'll like, see it on
2: Sports <laughs> Center for 30 I'll ca- seconds. I'll, ca-
0: I'll catch the highlight package. Yeah, yeah that I'll skim
2: through the channel.
0: He's so. gonna start crying in his speech and just don't care. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Iggy. All right, we'll leave it that. Yeah. So yeah, NBA. Uh, yeah. Last week we had the return of a famous Toronto Raptor, the Mad rose the Rosen dude the Rose. We don't have the music for. Oh, gotta get the music.
0: Kitney, why aren't you here?
2: I mean, we know why you're not, but we need you here to put on Puff Daddy for us in the background. But yeah, so uh, honestly, that game ended exactly the way I was hoping it would. Yeah. And that was, hey, Raptor fans, we got <laughs> we got Kawhi Leonard. Don't worry. Like he, he, the way it ended was just so exclamation point for me on that trade. Now. If he gets, if he leaves town and they don't win, yeah, okay, it was a nice moment and it doesn't really matter in the long run. But I don't know. There was another quote here on Sportsnet that uh, they there's a belief coming from reporters that there is a bit more leverage for Kawhi for uh, Masai to keep Kawhi. So I don't know. I mean, I won't. I won't speculate anymore. The rest of the yeah, season, we I could mean, do
0: that. But. That's all. We can sit here all day and talk about it. I mean, no more what the, ifs The, the truth is, as as far as I can tell, I don't think he could be treated any better than the way Toronto is treating him right now. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's a place in the back of his head where he goes, okay, if I go somewhere else, there's a chance that I don't get everything I'm getting here. I mean, he's a superstar, so he's going to get treated like gold everywhere. But I think Toronto's is bring it to a little extra level there. And in terms of that game, like, yeah, it was amazing that Kawhi stole the show. But it was even more um, was beautiful. Game, uh, yeah, because DeMar still put up 23 points. I think he had like eight, eight rebounds or, sorry, eight assists. Or he, had, he had a good game. And yeah. uh, still not good enough. For the win. And I think that sums it up perfectly. Yeah, that's
2: that's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. Picturesque. Picturesque
2: like, ending for the for the Raptors and their fans.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, Damar played good, didn't matter. <laughs> heard that before? Like you heard that story before? Yeah, exactly. So it's just I mean. Exactly. Yeah, I think I think it's I think it's done now. I think we can move on. I think once Kawhi signs or he doesn't sign, I think regardless, the story's over. Um, we talked about this uh, many times, but you know his number will be retired in Toronto. Demar's number will be up in the rafters. It would be, I think that'll be the first one to go because he deserves that yeah. more than I think oh, Vince does.
2: He got the exact opposite treatment in his return that John.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> then John, Tavares. yeah,
0: that's all Johnny wanted, eh? Right? Like just, bro. There was so much, and I think they played the Magic two nights after. Like it was like, mm-hmm. and it, dude, you could hear people farting in the audience. It was so <laughs> quiet. Like it was like, bah. like, it was like, dude, the game. I've never seen a crowd so <laughs> quiet. Like they were just exhausted from giving Damar 12 standing ovations. Like every time this guy like tied <laughs> like up his shoes, th- it was like, th- thank you. <laughs> The opposite polar polar opposite, you oh, know, and they lost the, the magic too, right after that. And I just remember watching that game, being like, These guys, it's like, they're hungover, they're like, Just play the game. <laughs> that was jokes, man. That was amazing, but uh, yeah, that's funny. It was the complete opposite for Damar. you know, two totally different situations, but definitely, yeah. uh, two legends returning home. Damar did not <laughs> want to go, no, yeah, yeah, Damar was all. very upset about that. Um, but uh, you know. Uh, that was a great game. I I, I love that. That's why I love sports. It's not just the competition, but it's the narrative around it. And that's that's exactly it. That's what makes it more interesting. Yeah, and that's why like the more you know, the more you love. You know what I mean? Like you know these guys, you know, hate each other since an old rivalry. Like you know, if you, you the Vegas uh, game last night was was it was a good one, and you turn that on and you're watching Stone and Patches play on the same line together. they're like, yo, these guys hated each other like <laughs> a couple like last year. Couple yeah. months ago, they're at each other's throats. So, I mean, that's why you got to. Uh, it's going f- yeah. to be yeah. You got to be open minded Be Open minded, keep listening to podcasts like ours, and you can just enjoy it even more. It's a little exante gu. <laughs> exante gu.
2: Do you want to hear from Do you want to hear from Masai nigeri directly? It's actually a short uh, video explaining why he has an advantage in keeping quiet. Yeah, do let's hear. Let's it?
0: hear. Yeah, let's hear this. Wrap up with this.
2: So we may have to wait for a, a quick little advertisement.
0: Oh, that's okay. But, but what, uh, who is the advertising bio? It'll Be our first sponsor ever on the show.
2: Who else other than the Golden Arch? McDonald's,
0: McDonald's. guys, that's da huge for us. There's a McDonald's ad playing on our show right now. I'm telling my mom. Stay together at Ronald McDonald Houses. Oh, you know Ronald McDonald's is a very nice organization. They have. It is. I always say it's a very, it's a very thoughtful, I like thoughtful charity. All right, here's
2: Masai. Right. Come cool. <laughs>
0: um, on. Fans generally didn't know much about him before he came in. Don't know that much more other than his game on the court. Um, you're around him literally every day. What have you learned about him throughout this year that you didn't know?
1: Uh, a very thoughtful person. Um, uh, a great person. You know, like God made him quiet. You know, like that's that's just life. You know, like um, there's some there's some people God make uh, that to talk too much. There are some people God make quiet, <laughs> God make some of us tall, <laughs> short. Um, it, it's life. And he's just naturally like a quiet person and I think sometimes people take it um, a different way. Um, but I think his teammates, um, people around him, and maybe even the fans and people around Toronto are beginning to see uh, some of the personality, some of the um, I think the traits that are so beautiful about him as a person, um, but the things that we're hoping that he is and imagining that um, he can be, uh, that's life. He's just going to be a quiet person. If everybody thinks that one day he's going to start talking and talking and talking, he's not going to. You know? But a wonderful basketball player, and I think in basketball he expresses himself. And, um we like that expression. Among some media, it's a fate of complete that after the year he'll be gone. You have been public that you
0: like your opportunity to keep him. What do you know that, that others don't?
1: Uh, I, know, I know one thing. I know that it is better um, to have um, uh, one year um, to, um, to try slower. to convince him.
2: Uh, <laughs> to to today, Junior.
1: Yeah. So if you are in a free agent meeting, what do you have an hour, two hours to come to, to try to convince somebody to come <laughs> play with you. Um, we have one whole year um, for him to know who we really are. Uh, I'll take that.
0: Masai Jury can talk me to sleep every night if he wanted to. <laughs> I think that was that like via a, Steve yep. Simmons, Toronto son. I think that's who that was asking those questions. So I'm like,
2: yeah, that was a longer clip than I thought. Yeah, but, no,
0: that's cool. Hey, but hey, you got it in like... How do you not want to play for a guy doing, like uh, that though? That uh, Kawhi doesn't talk a lot <laughs> it's like, dude, come on man he's, he talked about how he's quiet seven yeah. times. no no but uh I, I liked i i never thought of it that way how really the only other way you would get Kawhi is from free agency and there's no way you could sell him on toronto in an hour long meeting you know there's no way yeah you know the weather's warming up though it's go or it's going to it's good you know what that's what's for a while honestly when the season ends you're talking about when you're getting into playoffs, going into his, the weather's gonna be nice. At the and best
2: time of the, at the most important that's when time he's of the year. Be
0: signing his contract in the summer, June, July. So I mean, hey,
2: summer's coming. Kawhi.
0: He might he might Stay forget easily. Yeah, and uh, you know, there's there's no doubt that like we've talked about this, but there's no doubt that Toronto is one of the best cities in the world. Uh, one, definitely one of the best cities in North America when we talked about the culture, the food, the people. You know. The nightlife, the entertainment—it's got everything you want. You know, it's, you can do whatever you want in Toronto, whenever you want. There's always something going on, and uh, for sure. You're not going to get that anywhere else. And I know he's not yeah. a big flashy guy, but even like the little things that he likes to do, like, he that li- might be a good thing though. You know, like even if you just like a guy likes to stay at home and like do model cars, put like glue model cars together, there's probably the greatest model car store where you have all the best supplies in Toronto. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it doesn't matter who you are. There's something for you in Toronto. And, I think they got a really uh, good chance of signing him. Um, but exactly like what uh, Masai said, better than you know if they just had to sit down with him for 20 minutes.
2: I th- yeah. If, if you think about how quiet Masai is. Yeah. How quiet Kawhi is. Yeah, that's it. Masai, Masai Kawhi. I don't know. I, like They just seem to be... <laughs> like, like
0: They get like a sitcom together. They're just best friends, but it's the worst show ever. It's just Masai- like S- silent. Kawhi-an. S- uh, I can't. No, that's want, not going to work. I want to go to the movies? Right. I... Uh, I don't know. I'm a pretty fun guy. Don't feel like popcorn. Do they have hot dogs? Like it would just be the worst.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you not want to play for a guy like Masai, though? He's just like...
0: Oh, Masai and, and Kawhi are going to sit dude. down and talk talk contract. And there's going to be like four or five other people in the room all representing you know the Raptors and, and Kawhi. And by the end of it, it's just going to be a Masai and Kawhi talking. Everyone's just going to be passed out like... <laughs> just from <laughs> pure boredom of these two guys talking to each other, it's going to be like a gas leak happened in the room. There's going to be hanging <laughs> over their chairs. Brutal, Fantastic. But yeah, I know, I, I like, I like Toronto's chances on, on signing Kawhi. I mean, Masai a really smart guy. I don't think he would have just, uh, you know, traded DeMar DeRozan for one year, you know, sh- shot in the dark. I think he knew something that, you know, the rest of us still don't know. Him, so,
2: and that's, I mean, our faith in, uh,
0: in, in Masai.
2: For sure. And I think, uh, yeah, you said it right there, man. I mean, it was worth the risk, even in DeMar's return, seeing how yeah. the game finished. Mm-hmm. That's what I was basically hinting at last episode, and I've said it already. But that's that's the kind of player that he is. He can yeah. just take it. T- it was, they only won by three. Yeah. So just for him to come in and steal the ball right off DeMar, that's what we didn't mention, and, yeah, and exactly. dunk it, and yeah. then they, they hold on for the win. It was fantastic.
0: I mean, I mean, I remember at the end of last year, <clears throat> after losing to Cleveland, you know, Dwayne Casey and, and Masai, I think it was more Masai was saying, you know, like we, there will be change. We will do things differently next year. And everyone's like, how? Blah, blah, blah. Why? Like, how are you gonna do this? Well, all of a sudden, LeBron's gone out of the East, and you got Kawhi Leonard on your team. So, I mean, lots of things have changed. So, I mean, rather regardless if Kawhi signs or not, I don't think you can blame any of that on Masai. No. No, I really, this guy gave it his all. He gave it his best shot. Thought he could do it, but it turns out he couldn't. But, uh, I mean, that's going to be a big, big day when, yeah. that, when that news comes down the pipe.
2: Yeah, for sure. And, and it's it's still going to be based on how they do in the playoffs. But I'm looking forward to the weather warming up. Yeah. And and then we got NBA, NHL playoffs. Playoffs, all that's coming up. Baseball I mean, starts.
0: Yeah, I mean, March. March goes by quick. March goes by uh, pretty fast. It's already I mean,
2: March 1st. I'm like.
0: Yeah, what? We're we'll going to be getting right into April soon. And uh, yeah. before you know, we'll be right in the middle of the playoffs. But all right. You want to uh, catch uh, catch you next week? Do the yeah. same time, hopefully we'll have uh, Adam Kidney with us.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Kid will be back for sure. We might even have a special guest yeah, by can, the name of uh, Jordan Mooney. Maybe. Yeah, we can
0: have Mooney on, maybe. Yeah, he bought his own microphone.
2: What? OK, yeah. yeah, he's, yeah. A, he's, a, he's, a, he's coming on. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. Oh, the fans are going yeah, to love. I'm him. talking like we already have fans. Body. Our family and friends. Yeah, everyone you know, that know, already well, knows who go.
0: Jordan Mooney is is going to like him continuously more.
2: Before you uh, go, I want to let you know, too, yeah. if I can. Uh, this Monday, I am going to my first viewing of Connor McDavid live in Buffalo. Oh, amazing. I thought you'd want to know that.
0: No, actually, that's funny say that. This is, the, <laughs> this is the first time. Not um, even Edmonton.
2: Just, I'm going to see yeah, Connor. Yeah, yeah.
0: This is the first time Connor's ever played in Buffalo, and I, I'm not going his whole career. This is the first time. Come on. I've gone to every game. Man, grab a ticket and stuff up. They're probably I'm working. Like I'm working. That's the only way oh. I'm just working. And it's like, uh, I got so yeah. much stuff to book off coming. I got a bunch of shows that I got to ask off for. So it's like, that's yeah, one last night to ask. Somebody. I guess because they're both not
2: in playoff contention, it's not as meaningful of a game. Oh, and
0: they never were in playoff contention any other year. So <laughs>
2: it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. But That November ban- banner for the Sabres will hold uh, strong. Yeah, but that's it. I just want to see how how fast McDavid is in person. Oh, yeah,
0: dude. If you've never seen him play live before, you're, you're in for a real treat and something special. Yeah, it's
2: going to be fun. So I will report to you guys back. Yes, I can't wait to hear that it. When I, when I get back from the game.
0: All right. Well, safe travels across the border.
2: Thank you. Border town.
0: I'll All right. There's more than the three toll booths. So, yeah, that's <laughs> got me. Come on. Like, woo! We heard what you said, Andrew. It's over. <laughs> it's over. All right. So and, uh, enjoy your week, guys. Have fun. Um, thank you for listening and enjoy this song I found for free.